You are listening to 2928. You can reach us at 2928digital on Twitter, 2928.digital for our website, and 2928.digital at gmail.com for our email. This is Andy and Andy for 2928. 2928. Yay. Uh, no, we're lancing this. Oh, let's lance it like a boil. Like a what? Like a boil. One lance is a boil. I don't know what any of that is. So when you get like a boil, you know what a boil is? Um, is that the the like stuff that's like a it's like a goiter for your foot? It's like a, a like a like a pussy sack that'll develop on you know your body. Is this the show? They have to lance it, which means drain it of its fluid. Which is different from like the thing you do while like jousting or something it's i mean it it probably comes from a shared motion i guess or is it from lancer which is the object that you use to do lancing you mean lancier sure is this still the show this is absolutely the show okay good to know uh-huh it is horribly hot here it is again rainy although we've had the most beautiful weather lately like the past week i went to glendale today because that's where all the car dealerships are yeah like there's like there's a bunch of neighborhoods all throughout la where they have car dealerships and it's just every dealership is lined up in the same area and stuff Glendale is the closest one to me. So I went there today after I had to go to work, um, thinking it would be a good time just to check shit out and everything. And I chose to go when it was like 102 degrees. I mean, it's a and good way to test those the AC. Areas, all it is is blacktop and concrete sidewalks. Of course. So like walking walking between the, between the dealerships, it was so freaking oppressive. Huh. So, did you reach a conclusion on anything? Did you test anything? No, no, no. I, I didn't test drive anything. I, I, I just went to kind of do some forward research. Uh, reconnaissance. Mm. I went to. I, I checked out Volkswagen and I checked out Subaru. Mm-hmm. The Alltrack is a fucking great looking car. It does look very good, yeah. But here's the thing, and I didn't notice it the entire time I was looking at it until the like the very last second. And then it was the only thing that I could focus on. Mm-hmm. So they had one of the models on the on the floor that was like the uh, the nighttime blue or whatever it is, yeah. deep night blue, yeah. which which is like a really nice. It's a really nice shade. It looks great on the car with the trim and the and the cladding and everything. To it, it's a very nice looking car. And then while I'm walking around, I've looked at this car online. I've seen a couple of them on the showroom floor and stuff. But then like when I was taking a closer look. The rear view mirrors are are like silver gray. Mm-hmm. No matter what t- what no matter what car you get, and I hadn't realized that. And then when when I saw it, when I finally saw it, 
I, I couldn't like I couldn't get past it. <laughs> it was so distracting. I bet. And this is just a because guess. they did it. To, they did it to match like the the trim and the windowsill and like the the rack and everything, which makes sense. Yeah. But why? Why can't it just be the same color as the car? Because <sighs> that's an option for Volkswagen. What to get different color rearview mirrors? Body matching back end. You're talking the the the, the covering of the re, of the side view mirrors. Yeah, yeah. No, I think what it is is because if your side view mirror gets broken, they can just wholesale replace it and don't have to worry about painting it separately for each car. It's a good idea, and yes, it works in practice. There are if you look at the cars from. But it was so distracting once I realized it. Yeah. I was I, I couldn't I, I started fixating on it. It was insane. So the op I, I fixate on the opposite for those cars. When I when I look at um how do I explain this? When I look at the cars that I have, the Mark II generation eighty five to ninety two, it's the first thing I see if it is body matching. So very few of them had they were all black. But despite the color of the car but a few of the wolfsburgs and the karats and the special edition ones the glis had the body matching color matching paint on the side view mirrors and that is something that is definitely appealing it looks good um so i wonder if it's i wonder if it's an option but now that you're explaining it you're probably right it's probably just not an option at all and then they said like they had the special order uh, manual transmissions. Oh boy. Um, so then I went from there and I went to the Subaru dealership just because I hadn't actually seen like the interior of any of the new Imprezas or uh, I, I don't really want the Outback necessarily because it only comes in an automatic transmission. Mm-hmm. And I don't want the Crosstrek because I've driven my sister's, which is fine. It's it's a good it's a fine car. I just don't want something about SUV. Mm-hmm. Um. And the, it was a complete, like, the guy at Volkswagen was just, like, this really chill, like, Hispanic young kid who was, like, we were just shooting the shit. He was showing me all, like, the, the old models they have and any of the, like, remanded uh, uh, TDIs that were, like, bought back or anything just to see what their stocks were. Hmm. And then uh, then I went to the Subaru one, and this older, I think he was, like, Indian or Pakistani, was just, like, on me the second I walked on the lot. Yep. And he had his pitch, and it was it was very exciting. He kept slapping me on the back, and like oh my God. just like every every like cliche salesman uh, maneuver, oh my God. he was doing it. He was right in there. Oh God! Um, but like the the Impreza is like I haven't driven it yet. It's a it's really nice build and everything. It's it's you know I, if I was looking for something like the size of the Golf I got rid of, that would definitely be a contender. But I, I want something a little larger, which is why I'm looking at like the, the fuller wagons. Yeah, that makes sense. But it, it, it was a really nice uh like a lot of headroom for the size that it was and a lot of a lot of back like cargo space when you fold the seat down. But it, it was basically identical to like a, a Ford or Golf. Right. Just longer. I so, so I'm I'm not pulling the trigger on anything yet but i just i i'd been like just going to websites all week long so i was like ah, i might as well just check it out and kind of like put feelers out and kind of see where i want to land so if you're going that far okay why don't you look at um 
I mean, I'll look at some for you and see if I can find any, but, like, why don't you look at, like, a used, just Volkswagen Jetta wagon uh, stick shift. Yeah, I mean, they, they had, they have a, well, they had an autom- automatic diesel there mm. from 2015. Mm. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking at Auto Trader and stuff, too, just to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many dealerships and, and, and everything out here that it, it wouldn't be too far a cry to actually get something, you know? Right. But I just, I, I had never seen the all track up close, so I just kind of wanted to see oh, it. Oh, it looks it's, great. It's, it's it's a lot, like, because of the, the cladding and everything to make it look more like an SUV and shit. Yeah. The, frac- the fraction of, a, of, of height differential on it is, like, it, it do- definitely does look a lot more substantial in in uh, presence yeah. than just like the the golf wagon the sport wagon oh yeah it's definitely it's definitely made for it, it, you know what it is it's the car volvo's been making for 15 years right but volvo's also ch- charging twice as much yeah the, i mean the new ones definitely um you know which is ridiculous but i mean and, and that's a nice car i've driven the brand new one that's like the newest car i've driven actually um because Bill and Jenny have one. Right. But, like, we have ours, which is an 04. So a 13-year-old version of that car is also right. really nice. Um, the cool part about our Volvo is that it's, I don't know, basic still. There's like a lot of stuff about it that I enjoy. I I like the transmission on it even, kind of, uh, even though it's automatic, and I hate most automatics. But it's good because the power is always there when you want it, and that kind of comes in the delivery of that insane motor that's in it, which is, I think, a 2.4-liter five-cylinder turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, 2.5, I think, maybe. But it's fast, you know, and the new one's fast and all of that. I'm sure the the Volkswagens are never fast, fast, unless you get a hot one, and that's kind of their, that's their shtick. Right. You know, and that's fine. You don't need a fast car, you know, ever, actually, um, unless you're on a track. But, yeah, I'm not getting it for, like, if I was doing that, I would just, like, driven off Subaru with, like, a WRX or something. Right. Like I don't give a shit about speed. I, I like the, I, I, basically, the, the Alltrack has the equivalent, if not more, storage space than, than like, the Crosstrack does. It's it's very similar to the, the Crosstrack, except it doesn't have the seat SUV body on it. So, do you, do you not like my um, suggestion of the... Uh, what is it? The Honda Accord Cross Tour. Cr- Cross Tour. Yeah. I think I saw one of those on the street. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it looks like an off-brand Panamera, which isn't saying much. Yeah. But I, I also, I also haven't driven it. But the Hondas I have driven, I've never been that enamored with. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not. It's none of these cars. It's not supposed to make you feel like a Volkswagen's going to make you feel. Like a Volkswagen, you, you sit in, you drive it for like five minutes, and you're like, wow, this is nice. People always say that, you know, driving in, not my old cars. People don't give a fuck about my old cars. But like, if they drove around in the Jetta, if they were being 
driven in the Jetta, people would always have something good to say. Um, you know, like, oh, I'm really surprised that this is as comfortable as it is, or something really off-putting. It's really hilarious, the, the comments you get when people ride in a newer Volkswagen with you. Or like, oh, this feels like, I don't know why this feels like such a nice car. It feels like a nice car because it's a fucking nice car. You know, like they still build, the build quality is still nice. And that's sort of the important part there, I think. Um, now, the the reason why I like the Crosstour is because it's like Honda, it's, it's a bunch of things. It's Honda Reliability. Yes, it's boring, but I like it better than a Subaru, and I and I kind of like hold it to the same standard as Subaru, except for a higher standard in terms of like reliability. So, like Subarus ride like kind of rough sometimes, and they're you know not always, but like any time I've driven a stick shift Subaru, I've just right. like. Ugh, I've been so disgusted and unimpressed, and well, that's that's the same. That's the thing too. It's like both places. If I or if I want, need, wanted a, a stick shift, I asked uh, Davey, the guy at at Subaru, mm-hmm. and he's I, like, how long would it take to order like uh, you know uh, an Impreza Sport with like a stick shift option on it? And he's like, uh, and he's like running the numbers through his head. He's like uh, 10, 10 or twelve weeks. Ten or twelve weeks. Yeah, and it's like two month lead time and a deposit to order it from Volkswagen. What? Uh, yeah, they, they they don't keep them in stock. Right. It's a special order, which I mean, at that case, I might just well order it from like Cars dot com and have it delivered to my house. You know. Yeah. Well, you might as well do European delivery at that point. Yeah. You know about that, right? No. Oh, you could just literally. I was just being agreeable. <laughs> oh no, you could literally, literally just go to to Europe and you buy it direct from the manufacturer, and by doing so, basically what people do. Why? Why would that be the might as well in conjunction to ordering it on Cars dot com? Because I might as well go to Europe and get a car and have it shipped back. Well, what you do is you, you yeah, you organize the shipping or whatever, however the European delivery works, right? There's, there's like every different manufacturer in Germany has like a European car delivery program. Most people do it for like BMWs and stuff. They don't do it for Volkswagens, but I would do it for something like that, like a Volkswagen Alltrack, that means you can go to the factory, you pick out from, like, whatever it is. Let's say they're made in Wolfsburg. I don't know if they are. Um, You go to Wolfsburg and you say, all right, I want this combination of this and this and this, and it has to be Department of Transportation US spec. So they go, oh, yeah, no problem, blah, 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 blah. And you literally get the car built to your specification. But... You do that ahead of time, and when you go to pick it up, you go literally to the factory and drive it off the factory. And the theory is what it does is it saves you enough money by buying it direct through Volkswagen and not through the dealership. You don't have to pay all those extra fees that you see. You know, It's like destination charge and blah, 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 blah. And because you're cutting out all of that stuff, 
Yeah, but how expensive is it going to be for me to fly there? Hold on. That's the point. All of the all of the money that you spend normally like just getting it through a dealership is the usually exactly the same amount of money and sometimes and most of the time a little bit less. So you usually spend like call it 500 bucks less overall but going to Europe and doing all of that. So it's like you get most people are like, "Oh, well, I got a free vacation out of it." is how they they think about it. And it sounds like so much trouble. I'd have to find someone to watch the dogs. Right, and and that's I guess the, I would lose income because I wouldn't be working. Right, and that's well, yeah. Well, you're that's what you get for having the job you have. But like, plenty of people have done it, and like you know, the Benz I drive every single day is a direct import. Someone literally did did European de- delivery on that. Um, there's there are definitely a number of people I've heard of doing it. Um, you know, for Mercedes and BMW, for sure. Usually, it's like I said, it's higher end cars, but like you're usually saving. I'd always heard that for Volvo. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But the other thing with that is, if you want something special already, that's where you that's where your mind goes. So, like, here's another weird thing about our Volvo is the person who owned it before us, who's a family friend. Uh, she's vegan so her car has the cloth interior which i've never ever seen i didn't know that volvo made a cloth interior for their high-end car and so when people it's just another one of those things so when she went to get a replacement car she didn't get a volvo because they didn't have that option anymore and it was the same thing it was like oh you have to actually ha- basically do european delivery to get the cloth interior now because we don't <laughs> export that to the united states anymore so she ended up getting a toyota rav4 but like i don't know i think i think that's a pretty cool option you know what you could do is here's what you do I just I just figured it out. You buy a car in California that's gorgeous, whatever it is. And drive it to Albany. Leave the dogs with your parents. They'll love it. Fly to Europe. Buy your all track. Have it shipped back. It gets shipped to like let's say Boston or something. I'll pick up the all track. I'll drive it to California and I'll pick up the dogs and I'll take them back out for you. I, so wait, how many cars do I have at this point? You have two cars. One of them. Why do I need two cars? I don't even have one. Well, now. you would take it off the road and it would be your hot rod for the future. You'd buy like, where am I keeping it? I'll, I have on street parking. I like th- Thursdays and Fridays are street sweeping days. No, I gotta go out and move two cars around. No, it's your. You've driven it to. You've driven it from California to Albany. You I just leave it at my parents. You house? leave it with your parents, or you know, actually, what's a better idea here is you you sell it for a lot of money because let's say you buy like a one of those old pickup trucks that everyone fucking loves now, like a like a I don't know Chevy Cheyenne or a whatever right you sell it 
in Comanche. You sell it, sure, Comanche. You sell it in the Northeast. People are like, "Oh, is this is a California truck. I'll pay you triple what you paid for it. Perfect, done." And uh, then you use some of that money, and that's your that's your you know that's your Vegas money. Money. Let's uh, all right. Let's jump from cars to fucking houses here. Uh huh. So you you're looking to get a house, yeah? Oh yeah. All right. So, what's your plan on the house then? Um, I mean, in what in what sense? Well, basically, here's what what I'm looking at. I want a house for Kim and I. Um, for under, I I want to be two hundred or under, and maybe in the next few months as we try and get our shit together a little bit more that number might expand maybe up to like 220 but realistically the less i spend the better we are and i don't want to have too much money into the house because it you're always playing that fucking game up here um you, you get there's a there's a pretty big tax for living in vermont um it sucks, but it's worth it, I think. Because I feel like money's a tool anyway. It doesn't feel real to me a lot of times and you know, even though I don't I've never really had money. But it's That's why it doesn't feel real. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's it. But maybe that's a good thing. You know, I, I, I don't care really that much about it. I just use it to, you know, get the things I want to get done and then, you know, go from there, I guess. But it's we have to have a house we have to have it within a reasonable distance from our current jobs and it would be best if it's closer than we are now to let's say albany so you know that's why i was looking at places like virgins ferrisburg those kind of areas are good because it cuts down so much time um, just being on that side of Burlington, you know? But what's crazy is Chittenden County and mm, to a lesser extent Addison County, but like Chittenden County, which is Burlington area, is just fucking expensive. And there's just no two ways about it. You're going to spend a lot of money if you live in that county. And there are some more blue collary kind of, you know, not so fun parts of Chittenden County, just like the rest of the state, just like the rest of the country. But I don't know. It's it's really hard. It's like the more I learn about it, the harder it becomes, if that makes any sense. And it's it's as if you could just be you sh- you should just drive in your car and just drive around and try to find a nice place because that would almost be easier. <laughs> right but i mean did i send you that house that's um i did i sent you that house this morning the one that's in hyde park that's the what the one that's like 389 right no 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 the cheap one with it's like 200 but it has an in-ground pool oh classy did you see that one i think so it was cool i really liked it but it's like an extra 30 minutes farther than where we are now and it's like 
I can't go farther away from my job because I'm so used to my commute now and I like it so much. And it be and it would be one thing if like I moved to Swanton, let's say, which is the border of Vermont. But it's right on the highway, so Kim would be close to work and I would be farther from work but not by much. You know, I might be like 35 40 minutes instead of 25 and that would be worth it obviously so i have been looking at houses up there and stuff like that but you know and it's you know it's good to be on the highway which is another thing but you know so then are are you looking to get a house that's going to be your house or are you looking to get a house that's going to be your house for a certain amount of time i think we can go either way on that i think that it is probably understood that um the answer to that question should be the latter, um, which is that <laughs> the second one. So the second second choice here, which would be <laughs> you saying, "This is a house we're going to have for a certain amount of time, and then you know move move up or whatever," as opposed to this is the house that I'm going to live in forever. It doesn't matter either way. Um, it's not like a musical chairs kind of scenario. I think, you know, and we've talked about this before, but it's like you can have a house that you, you know, you put some money into, you build some equity, you start to have an investment so that when you go to buy your next house, you might be hopefully in a better scenario to kind of move up but what's funny is um some of these places man some of these houses i'm looking at like the last time that they were sold or bought or whatever and people are trying to make a hundred thousand dollars on a house in 10 years so it's like which is probably nothing for you but like for who you for california houses oh yeah i mean well i don't even i don't even qualify that like i don't even it's it's like uh i just walking around with blinders on i don't even look at houses because i know i can't afford them right so it's like i, I it might as well be you know a hundred million dollars for every house because i could maybe live in van nuys for half a million dollars but then i would be living with like 40 minutes outside of hollywood which would mean 40 minute to and from work at least Right. And I'd be living in Van Nuys. Right. But that's like... And I would be paying fucking half a million dollars for a three-bedroom, one-bath. Right. But that's... Isn't that like... Uh, I mean, is it... Is it... Oh, God. Can you make enough money doing what you're doing? Like, if you married someone... Or let, not even, let's, let's say, let's, let's well, I mean, go that's back. The, that's the thing, too. If I had dual income, it would be much more achievable. But would it be? Uh, if if you had, let's say you had a girlfriend, a serious girlfriend, and she made exactly what you make, would it be, would you still be doing that same thing? Would you say, would you still be buying a place in Van Nuys? No. No. If, if, if I was making, if I had a second income... 
from an a a, a, a like a move-in girlfriend mm-hmm. of the same rate as mine, we could we could live somewhere closer. But would you put it this way? Would you be buying a house that you would want to be buying? Well, I mean, if I was considering moving in with a girl, then I would obviously have roots here. So it would be it would be like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's let's find a house that we like living in you know i i think i would prefer that than renting together yeah you know yep definitely (sighs) i don't know it's it's just something that i think um in a way like i I say it's not like musical chairs but in a way i just want to sit down already you know i i just want it to like not be over but i want to find the perfect house and currently the market is in a state that's very strange it's it's a seller's market people are buying shit left and right and to well i mean that's also like how close are we to another bubble i'm holding uh, out for that bubble man i need a catastrophe oh my god me too they they say they say like when earthquakes happen that real estate prices really plummet in la and we haven't had a big one since before I was here, back in like what fucking Northridge or whatever, when I was like a, a like a child. Mm-hmm. So maybe something big will happen, and then everyone will be afraid and they'll leave. Or you'll be dead and it'll be fine. I'm not going to be dead. I live in a single level shack with one room. Nothing's going to fall on me. What if you're at work? I mean, then I might be dead. <laughs> Ugh. Because if you're at work, you're in the house, or you're in the, the house, you're in the fucking building that leaks water. I'm on the 17th floor. There have been rolling blackouts the past few days because it's been so goddamn hot. I don't, how do you have blackouts? Because people, everyone's, are running their fans and their AC units, uh, and the LADWP can't keep up with it. So we'll get surges and spikes, and it'll just knock shit off. That's interesting. But yeah, the the other thing with houses is that people with money come and spend their fucking money here, which you would think would be good, right, for the economy. You'd think that someone's benefiting from all these, you know, foreign dollars. And by foreign dollars, I mean Massachusetts. I don't mean... Out of state. Let's say out of state. It seems foreign. But like, yeah, so like all these out-of-staters, you know, which I, which I am, you know, I'm a transplant, but like, I don't have a lot of money. But it's like, these New Yorkers, these, these people from Massachusetts, from New Hampshire, from Maine, Rhode Island, Connecticut, you see, uh, Jersey, you see all these plates, and you drive around, and, you know, we were driving through Westford today, and in the drive you know two separate houses i saw in the garage one property had plates from new jersey in the garage and another property had plates from maine in the garage and as i was driving up home today this is all on the same drive one of the really really pretty houses that um i mean there's no way this house is a ton of money maybe 250 okay but it's in such a beautiful spot. And I never, 
ever see cars there. And then today I saw Massachusetts plates in the driveway, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, Are they Airbnb-ing it? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It could be an Airbnb, but either way, that's just as bad. Because, like, that money is, like, if it's an Airbnb and those people don't live in Vermont, then that's just as, like, the guy who, I, did you see the, the house in Westford that was, like, it's a million dollar house and it's for sale? No. Is it the one with the uh, the crow's nest? Uh, uh, it's got that chapel? Maybe. It's got, like, a, yeah, like, a, up top. And then it's got, like, a courtyard? Oh god, I don't know, dude. It it's no. it's it's stunning. I mean the house is stunning. It's not even like gaudy. Like you think a million dollar house, you think this thing's gonna be gaudy in some way. It's not. It's beautiful. It's insane. And the guy's name is Dino and he lives in LA and he just has a house in Westford that he fucking Airbnbs. And it's for sale for like a million dollars. And it's totally worth it. Like I I look at the house and I just think that house is actually probably worth a million dollars. Like, someone should pay that guy a million dollars for that house because it's beautiful. Why would you not want to live in a gorgeous house like that? And it's huge, which sucks. And that's the other part. That's the other part of everything is like, you know, I say things like, oh, we should just build a house. But then you do the, the, the you know, the math and try to think by the time you're digging well, by the time you're doing septic, by the time you do, you're in so far. You might as well just buy a fucking two hundred thousand dollar house or two fifty two hundred fifty thousand dollar house because you're gonna spend more for kind of less, really. You know. Yeah. Which is like another thing. I wish I could just. Why can't you just take a year off and build your own house? <laughs> well, because I I wouldn't have an income then. Right, but if you didn't have an income for a year, if I didn't have an income for a year, I wouldn't have whatever forty five thousand dollars. If I or whatever I make, I really don't know what I make. I really should, but like, why don't you? Why don't you know what you make? I, I do, but I'm hourly, and then it's like, I make how, how? But how many hours do you get a week? Are you full time? I am full time, but I also work overtime some weeks, so it varies. Sometimes right. I work thirty eight hours, sometimes I work fifty hours. Right. So you get your baseline. You get your average. You're working a forty hour week on average. No more. You said sometimes you work 38, sometimes you work 50. So like 44? 43 maybe is a good average. Okay. So do you, wait, do you get overtime on weekly or on daily hours? Weekly. So if you go over, what, a 40-hour week? Yeah. Then it becomes overtime? Yeah. But like it doesn't count if... It doesn't count if I have, like, a sick day or a holiday. So if it's, like, like the 4th of July week. Right. Like, that wouldn't count for overtime because I'm getting paid a holiday. Does that make sense? Wait, what did you say? Because I'm getting paid a holiday, I'm pretty sure I don't get overtime even though if I go over 40. On the week? I th- right, I think. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I don't know. Because they're paying you for that day, but they're right. You're not you're not working that day. Correct, right? and I think that's the reason. But I, so you're getting you're getting paid what like an eight hour day or a ten hour day? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So then any, like, why, I don't understand why that wouldn't still contribute. I don't know. I, I, I'm so bad at having a full-time job that I don't know if that's true or not, but, like, that's my perception of it, I guess. Um, but that could be totally wrong. I, I'm honestly, I'm super bad at having a full-time job and having like a real job. I ask my coworkers who've been doing this for 30 years. I ask them like all the time. I'm like, so do we get paid for that? And they're like, yes, write this in. I'm like, how am I supposed to know this? And they're like, don't worry. Like she would take care of it in payroll anyway, even if you didn't write it down. And I was like, yeah, but I, I need to know it. Right. (laughs) Like, I need to know what I'm getting paid for, but I don't because it's just, it's, it's half irrelevant to me. And that's, that's, you know, that's my own fault that I don't pay attention to that stuff. But, you know, I, I don't really try to get like a ton of overtime hours and stuff like that either. You know, it's by the time I get into work and stuff like that, I, you know, sometimes I, I, I stay late more than I go in early. Um, and that's just my personal way of doing things i'm definitely more productive at work when i'm when i'm alone um there are fewer distractions at least which is nice Yeah, tell me about it i get so much done when i go in on a weekend i i've been thinking about doing that i i can't bring myself to do it yet but i might have to pretty soon because i'm gonna have to take some time off coming up because of the party because of going to we're going to cape cod this year um nice there are a couple vacationy things happening and i might have to go in on that saturday for that those weeks that i'm that i'm you know maybe the 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 bookends of the weekends that i'm not um you know out of town or whatever or busy um but it's like my my issue is, which is probably exactly it is exactly the same as yours, is that I'm the only person who does my job, and uh, the work doesn't go away. It doesn't like magically do itself. Like the work all has to get done, and it piles up if I don't if I'm not there. So, you know, I mean, like I do returns for the entire company. I do. I do. I'm the only one who does returns pretty much. So it's like, (laughs) if I'm not there for five days, no one does returns for five days. (laughs) So, you know, and if, and if 5% of the sales come back or whatever the number is, you know, that's still a number of packages a day. So it's interesting for sure. All right, here's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I met my neighbors la- or my neighbor last week, and I hung out with them, and I just drank sangria and like ate Mexican food and stuff. It was really cool. It was nice to meet her and her friend. Uh huh. Her friend is like this right, really nice guy, really like over the top gay LA guy, mm-hmm. and it came up that he thinks his dad is is gay as well although he's in, still in a marriage and everything uh-huh. and then that i had never actually thought of but it makes for a really interesting premise as far as like so so if your father is gay mm-hmm. but in the closet 
and you're straight, you might be blind to that fact your entire life because you're not looking for it necessarily. Right. Because as far as you've known him, he's always been with his wife and your mother and just like in a straight relationship. But if you're coming from the location of where you're out and gay and you can identify that, like you're aware, more aware of that or able to pick it out more, more easily than, than a straight person. Mm -hmm. Then if you were able to then identify that your dad is gay and in the closet, I just, just, that just struck me as like really interesting. Or, I mean, not that that's wrong because that sounds totally plausible but like like think think about and like like but then like take that a step further and be like so then do you think his dad who's been in the closet his whole life is really proud of his son for being out of the closet or is he like jealous you know okay very good or that thanks (laughs) no no no, no. like that's that's like that's a good that's a good linear progression of thinking how that works and stuff like that or stem that off from is that guy projecting on you know an, an idea that he feels on his role model and does he look for specific things and align with them and see, like how old is this guy it's like our age interesting i would expect that by our age he's figured it out so then i would trust him yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that. That's an interesting point, though, too, is because he is your father, so you're looking for a point of similarity between you and him, right? And so, since you feel a certain way, you see your similarity between you and your father, and trying to figure out where where did this come from? Type exactly. Stuff, yeah. And so, since you see the similarities between you and your father, you start to see all of these other things, and you just take because your mind is set in a certain way that you say, this is how I feel about something. I've already decided this is how I feel about something. I guess decided is the bad way to say that. But like Yeah, I wanna say but like that that but like that's your your scope, your the way that you do see the world. Right. That's how you feel. So like a like a, a straight person would like be blind to those those social cues or those those like anything that's connected in there, but you know? right and you also said that he's out and he's clearly comfortable with being out so right. because he's comfortable in his own skin because he's already accepted that entire lineage of of the way of looking at life okay he looks now at his father and sees you know and this is just it's that's a that's a standard like psychological stuff you know thing is just to to project your feelings on you know other people i now i I find myself doing it more often than not these days you know and it's it's uh it's a it's a good it's a good exercise to kind of try i really want to start playing cats in the cradle while you're talking about this boom 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 the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon Oh my god. Little boy blue the man on the moon. When you're coming home, son, I don't know when. But we'll get together then. We shouldn't. Yes, we'll get together then. We shouldn't. We should not sing music on air. That's. Is this. Is this the. It's gonna get cut anyway, you know it. <laughs> Oh, God, but it shouldn't. 
Oh, God. <laughs> um, How old were Seinfeld and everyone supposed to be in this in the show Seinfeld? 30. They're supposed to be, like, our age now? Yeah. Because they still, like, when I was young, I always thought they were old. And now that I'm that supposed to be that age, I feel like they're very old. Right, but I'm George. None of my friends look like George Costanza. I do. No, you don't. But I'm now balding. So is it just a difference in, like, clothes and style? Definitely. So it's like, if it was the 90s, you would be wearing, like, Oxford shirts and, like, acid wash jeans? Oh, definitely, yeah. Absolutely. So if, if George Casanza was around now, he'd just be wearing, like, weird-ass, like, ironic t-shirts and plaid shorts? Yeah, but some things remain the same. Like, I could still tell you where you should go to take a shit wherever you are in New York City. What does that have to do with anything? That was a Seinfeld episode. Which episode? I don't... With, with Kramer? No, no, it's... No, Jerry's asking George like about it's like a it's like a side it's like not even a topic it's just like a side conversation that they they have throughout the entire episode. It's hilarious, and he's just is it, is it the one is it the one where he takes the book into the bathroom and they make him buy it? No, I don't think it's that episode. No, it's way earlier than that. But he's like that's that's like that's like later later years episode. This is like early shit, and he's and he's like. It, like Jerry's just quizzing him and give and just saying like he's like uh ninth and a hundred eighty third and he's and and George's George just goes he just snaps his fingers and then says a place. They seem so old in that TV show. Yeah, I mean it's like saying that like Ted Danson was supposed to be our age. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Ted Danson is from Cheers? No. I mean, I've seen Cheers like twice. Right, I've I've actually never watched an episode. I'd always be disappointed when it would come on TV and I would turn it off. Yeah, I guess I would too. Oh God, I had all these notes for us. About what? It's probably about stuff we've already talked about. Oh, I uh, at my grocery store today. I. Uh... I was walking in and I crossed paths and I looked at this lady and I recognized her. I did a double take and she did a double take like she thought I was going to say something to her. But then I didn't. We just walked by. It was uh, the Aziz Ansari's friend from the Thanksgiving episode. The black woman? Fr- yeah. Yeah. The black chick. What? Yeah. Walked right by and, like, it, and it looked like she knew where I recognized her from and she was waiting for me to say something and I was like, <gasps> and then I just kept walking. <laughs> oh, dude. I would have said hi to her. I would. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't remember her character's name and I don't think I could call her the black chick or the lesbian chick, you know, as a, as a white male. You could just look at her and be like, Yo, I love your I love your work in Master of None. Done. Yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah. That's hilarious. I don't like engaging people. Yeah, I know that's so you. I still I still want I still want to do the thing where I get celebrities to just say happy birthday Lopez and then I send you the voice message. But then it would be like celebrities that I don't know. It doesn't matter. I I would just tell you who they are, and you could tell other people, and they would know. 
I'd be like, oh, I have a, I have a recording on Google Voice of the woman from Master of None saying happy birthday to me. And it, you emphasize that weird. Which one? Master of None. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, oh, you know what I wanted to say? Because um, we were talking about the house thing. This is just like a, a, a separate offshoot of the house thing, right? Um, are people not fucking embarrassed about, like, the state of their house when realtors take pictures? But, well, I, I think it depends. Like, like it depends. Like, is it is it a foreclosure? Is it a staged? Did they hire someone to stage it? Sure. Are they just trying to get rid of it real quick? Right, but, like, okay, so more and more... You see situations where, it, like, it's not staged. Like, like you like that house that is in Ferrisburg with the... Remember the one I said has only one bathroom? Yes. And it's, like, off the kitchen, which is, like, the most... Uh, just the worst. Like, that house is so nice, except for they... They did, like, all the right stuff to, like, update it. Like, you have exposed beams, I think, in that one nice floors you have that like the 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 wood stove is like the center of the household which is super nice and it's like the chimney whatever but then the back has like the kitchen and it's walled off sort of weird uh-huh and then which is like whatever but you have like pocket lights and you have like you know, the upstairs is done real nice, and it's on this stupid little property, and it's, like, whatever, but you have the, the porch swings outside. Like, that house is staged to a T, and it's – the pictures are taken in bright light, and it's, like, all of this stuff that, like, is reeling people in. So, like, what what's that worth? This guy's charging for that house uh, – or guy or gal is charging for that house a hundred more than it's worth. Maybe eighty, maybe seventy thousand more than it's worth, because it's staged and there are nice pictures. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I feel. And yeah, maybe they put some money into it and whatever. And it's like totally way nicer than any garbage that's going um, around near it. But like, I need to show you another property too that you might like. Um, but I'm like looking at these houses, and like. Kim's showing me something and she's just like, look at these, look at the kitchen. It's like so cluttered and I'm looking at stuff and it's just like, there's, there's food out. There's like, there's like cutting boards out, knives out, like dirty dishes. It's like, why did the realtor take the photos? Like, did they already have no faith that the house well, are would they sell? using a realtor or are they just, or are they just using themselves i mean i don't know sometimes the photos like like someone professional has to put them up you can't just like upload your own photos to zillow can you if you're if you're not being represented by agents i think it's just a matter of making uh, an account oh my god that's horrible but like a lot of these people have representation so like and a lot of times i don't find the for sale by owner houses on zillow for whatever reason I don't know.